looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any other films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith. The industry leader in protective technology is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shock suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from peewee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com.
everybody, this is Phil Vassar, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. This next guest is known for immersing himself into his songwriting and making his songs feel like a conversation. But also, he has written songs for not only other stars in the world of country music, he has been so successful on his own. Even though he has publicly called himself the Forrest Gump of music. Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It is so nice to see things are up and running again at full speed for this gentleman as his 2021 Piano Bar Tour has been announced where you can find where he's going to be at a town near you at philvassar.com. So let's go ahead and welcome Mr. Phil Vassar. Good morning. How are you? Ah, no complaints. Also want to mention, before we get started, we have a previous show guest here as well to co-host, Miss Dallas Remington, who is a younger country artist who is starting to make some waves of her own. Welcome, Dallas. Hi, y'all. <laughs> I can hear her a lot better than I can hear you for some reason. Can you turn your volume? Something I don't know. Hold on. Let me try this. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, it's like I'm kind of having to get real close and I don't look real good that close up. <laughs> How's that sound? I think it's okay. It's probably the same, but anyway, it's all good. How are you guys this morning? Uh, no complaints. Nobody listens anyway. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Well, I know I want to bring this up before I forget. And I know I text you about this, I believe, last year. So I want to say it publicly as well. Your daughter, Haley, has been singing, and I heard you guys do a duet in your basement in the studio there. Yeah. She is unbelievable. Yeah. Does the talent come from you running in a family, or what is it about Haley that stands out for you? <clears throat> you know what? It's funny. She, uh, you know, actually, we're writing today in just a little bit, <clears throat> but, um, you know, we she she gets it honest i mean i guess she's just grown up around it her whole life she's got you know she's just she's grown up in the music business you know and all my friends you know she knows everybody so she's a uh, she's just kind of connected that way but she um she just loves music she's always loved it she's always been that kid that wanted to um you know play me different songs play me songs like dad listen to this listen to this new artist listen to this or, you know before ed sheeran was ed sheeran or somebody I, I had never heard of any of them so she would play this is really good dad and and she would it was more like that it wasn't some goofy music you know where you know real poppy or anything like that she was always into stuff like car you know carol king and you know whoever carly simon or you know, just a lot of artists like that are Dolly Parton or whoever. She just always loved singer-songwriters. And and uh, I just always thought that was kind of a cute thing. And so I didn't think anything of it. And then later on, she goes, um, Dad, I think I'm going to move to New York. I went, you're going to what? <laughs> you know? So so she was up there for a few years now. She's about to graduate Belmont. And so um, I'm glad to have her back in Nashville. But she's great. Talented kid. Well, I was going to ask that. And I'll let 
Dallas jump in here. But with her getting into the entertainment field as a singer songwriter, as she as she is going to be a graduate of Belmont soon, as you said, like another previous guest, Miss Allie Colleen, who happens to be another legacy musician. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. But was school a requirement for you before she tried singing professionally? Couldn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I can't hear you very good. I'm I'm AF and then I can't hear you very good. So it's not good. It's a bad combination. Oh boy. No, I asked if school was required from you before she even tried to get into the music industry. You know what? I just wanted her to go to school. I said, you know, I, I I've um, made sure you try to you go to the best schools I can possibly put you in and educate yourself. And I think education is such an important um, part of life. And, you know, uh, but she's, she's smart. You know, I have two girls and, you know, one's a senior in high school this year and, and Haley's a, you know, senior in college. So I think it's just a, um, it's important for me to try to, to give them that, you know, that's, that's my job and to, um, you know, the gr- growing up around music their whole lives and around songwriters and the best, some of the best songwriters in the world. I mean, sure. So she, she's been privy to that, which is uh, something I never was. And, um, but I think she, um, she appreciates it and she, um, she's humbled by that, uh, which I really love, you know, she really loves, um, talented folks and she's got a lot of friends that are very talented and, and, uh, and I just wanted her to, I said, look, man, when you, you get that degree, you can do anything you want to do. I feel good about that. But anyway, she, she, she was into that too. So that's, uh, you know, Presley, I don't know what she'll do, but she's, uh, she's a senior in high school now. And, and, um, I just want them to be happy and, and, you know, you want them to follow their dream. I, I, I did, you know, I grew, I grew up, um, in Virginia and moved here and, and, uh, everybody thought I was crazy and they were right. <laughs> you know, so, but it's a, uh, it's a great, it's a great town. Nashville's a great place to be. And I think she really, uh, when she went to New York for a few years, I think she really came back and really appreciates Nashville. Now, I think. Speaking of living and appreciating Nashville, Dallas. Yeah. So I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you wanted her to have the education um, and, but I can't like grow I grew up in the industry. I've been here since I was 11. Right. Uh, but I didn't grow up in her aspect being surrounded by the hit mm-hmm. writers and the top of the top. And so um, having that influence, if she decides full on, you know, music will help her in worlds on top of having the, uh, the Belmont influence. And, um, you know, I just mm-hmm. think that's an incredible thing. And um, I have a lot of friends who've grown up legacy kids as well. And their biggest um, influence is having the, the parents there that just say, whatever you want to do will support yeah. you. And um, I just really applaud you for that, for giving them that choice. If you want to do music, you want to do music, if you want to do whatever. And I, I really appreciate that growing up with those kids as well. Um, yeah. Let's see where are we where, uh Let's see. I'm trying to look at our notes we have here. <laughs> um, yeah. So you said, I'm going to ask a question real quick. Cause growing up starting music as so young as I did uh-huh. uh, when how old were you when you decided you just music's what I'm gonna do I know you said you moved to Nashville from Virginia and everyone thought you were crazy I'm still facing that to this day but 
Um, <laughs> what happened and made that decision for you? Like, I'm going to do this. You know, I mean, it was, I don't think it was ever a question. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I went to school, I went to college. I, you know, I played football, I ran track and did all that stuff in college. And, and, you know, I loved it, but I knew eventually I was going to, I was going to be in music. Yeah. It's all I've ever wanted to do. And, and, um, I didn't know where at first, you know, New York or LA or Nashville or whatever. And I just, um, you know, I, I, I came to Nashville and I was just like, this is it for me. This is, it's where I wanted to be. And I was really, uh, inspired by a lot of, um, a, a lot of folks, you know, of course, singer songwriter guys, you know, and, and, you know, Buck Owens and some of those cats growing up, I was just like, man, these, you know, everybody just thought he was the hee-haw host, but the guy had, you know, tens and tens of number one songs as a singer songwriter and and uh i got to grow up where my dad was a big fan of uh, that music of music in general so i listened to a lot of it mm-hmm. and i loved the beatles and i loved elton john and billy joel of course being a piano player and jackson brown and and you know willie nelson and merle haggard was my first concert and then i said man this guy writes songs about real life and and uh, i just knew i just knew i wanted what i wanted to do and where i wanted to go and Nashville has just, um, from the moment I moved here, I just have felt at home and I've been forever now, you know, and, and, um, and I do love it. It's a, uh, you know, we're lucky because it's, a, it's a, it's a great town. You know, it isn't just a great music town, but it's a great city. And, you know, I, I, um, you know, just meeting some of these, I remember the first, when I first moved to town, I went to a writer night at the Bluebird. I heard about the Bluebird <clears throat> and, and, um, and Mike Reed was there and, and Don Schlitz was there and uh, Fred Noblock was there and Tom Schuyler. It was, they used to do this thing. And, and I just sat there and I just was going, you know, you move home right now, just move back home because, you know, this is uh, it was so intimidating and these guys were so incredibly good. And, and, um, but it was real, man. I knew right then I was in the right place because, you know, if you want to, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you're going to have to be here, I think, you know, and I think that was the advice I always got, you know, you're going to just be another guy, another kid in Virginia that sings. And there's a lot of great ones up there, you know, and, and, um, Jimmy fortune was a good friend yeah. of mine growing up. And, um, you know, he was a stat, one of the Statler brothers. And he was just like, Phil, you need to move to Nashville. You need to move to Nashville. And, um, you know, so that was and my coach, uh, at James Madison, my track coach was a big music fan. He was Jimmy's cousin. And he said, man, you, you know, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to go to Nashville. So there I went, <laughs> you know, and I didn't know anybody and I didn't have any money. I didn't have anything. So, but everybody was like, man, you know, I don't know about all that. Even my parents tried to talk, my dad tried to talk me out of it for sure. So it was, uh, but it was the right thing for me. You know, I think kids like you that grow up here, I think it's a good, you know, you've kind of got, you kind of got a leg up, you know, a little bit, you know, you just, you don't have to move here and figure out where who's who and this and that, you know, it's a, um, but I decided when I moved here, I was going to live here. I loved it. I said, man, I may never move home ever. I don't care if I ever make it in music. This is where I need to be mm-hmm. uh, because it's such a great town. And, and it's changed a lot, of course, since, since I've been here and since, uh, you know, since you were a kid, but it's, uh, but it's still a great, great town, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. And I can't, I can never stress that enough to the people that ask me why I love it because now it's such a big city. I mean, it's still a small town, but I'm like, I think it's a lot different because I am in music. Like it's just the community we have here. It still feels like I'm in my teeny tiny hometown in Kentucky. Like it's the same thing. Everyone knows everyone and everyone's working 
rooting for everyone. And uh, I mean, it obviously worked out for you. You moving here and going to that first night at the Bluebird and seeing those guys. That's one of those like, if I had been at that show, oh my gosh, I would have fangirled like nobody's business. <laughs> I'll never forget it. And it was, um, you know, and of course I got to meet, of course I'm at, you know, me and Tim and uh, McGraw and Kenny Chesney and I met Garth, you know, we all came, <clears throat> we all were here at the same time and all trying to get record deals, you know, and exactly. um, it was really fun back in those days and Joe D and Faith Hill, I mean, we're Faith and, um, you know, I remember the night she got a deal. I mean, we we're like, ah, this is awesome, you know? And so, I mean, it's just been a, uh, yeah. uh, it's been, Right, man, and 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 it has, but I mean, the town has changed. The music's changed. Everything's changed, you know. And especially with, uh, you know, the record labels and streaming, yeah. uh, social media as we're doing now. I mean, it's it's a different town, and um, you know, of course, guys like me are just trying to figure it out. But but I, I just uh, I just still do my thing, man. We just we tour and and we um, you know still write songs like I used to and. Um, it's just a little different, you know, just different. I like, uh, to do different things, do TV shows and things like that. It's, it's fun. But, um, but this whole mm -hmm. social has given mm -hmm. some people a platform that I don't know if it's good or bad, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> but it's definitely, definitely interesting. Yes, it definitely is. Well, I like dealing with, and we had Phil on like seven years ago for the first time, but I've stayed in touch with Phil over the years. Yeah, but as I was saying, I like dealing with Phil the person, not so much the musician. So I never asked you this directly because of dealing with you as the person and not the musician. But I'm curious to know because you mentioned Tim there. Was it Tim that tried to talk you into becoming a professional singer performer and not just a songwriter? Well, I mean, you know, Tim was always a you know, he was, you know, he was great he, for, to me, man. He was a big fan of my music and, and, um, you know, him and Joe D and Byron Gallimore, who ended up producing all of us and faith and, and, um, you know, it was, uh, I don't know, even, I think even my next 30 years was one of those songs. I was just like, you know, I kind of held on to and, and Tim's like, man, I, I didn't do a very good version of that. You need to put that on your next album. It's a great song. I hate the way I did it. Of course, it was such a big hit for him, you know, too. So I was thankful for that. But I think, you know, he was just like, man, you know, and a lot of people were, um, you know, I, I don't have the country. I have a more uh, soul inspired music voice, maybe. And, and um, you know, where a lot of guys like Tim are way, way, they sound more country, maybe. I don't know what, what the word for it is but um but you know he was like man i love your voice you're soulful man and you know it's i, I just love you know so he's always been a a fan and um you know having guys like that kenny was a one of my kenny um chesney and i used to of course kenny and i wrote together of course way back in the day too and and uh so he was just like man i want to take you on the road with me and so i mean it was cool i had a lot of good friends and that sort of, you know, brought me along the way and, and, and helped me really do what I do. And, you know, I mean, I, I kind of had the writing thing down, but, you know, being an artist is a whole different deal. And, and, um, that's always what I wanted to do anyway. And, um, you know, I just wanted to be a singer songwriter like Billy Joel or Elton John or Lionel Richie or Merle Haggard or Willie Nelson. And that's, that was my, they were my heroes, you know, the Beatles and so many, I could go on and on for Tom Petty and Springsteen. And, you know, I just always, listen to these you know bob seger records and studied their music and and just listen to it man and just 
I was moved by it, right? Not just uh, um, not just the singing, the music itself, or the production, but the songs always moved me. And I think that's always been the um, um, the most important thing to me uh, for songs. Well, professionally, do you consider yourself a songwriter who sings or a singer who writes songs? Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I always I always say songwriter. You know, a songwriter that that's a singer and you know, there's a lot of people that sing better and write better, but I mean, kind of, I kind of, or play better. I'm an entertainer that writes and sings and, and, uh, I, I don't know. I like all of it, all, every aspect of what I do. I like it, you know? And I recently just saw this. I know Dallas saw this in the notes, but there is a short film. I know you participated in. I only miss you when I'm breathing. Right. I appreciate it because it tells a story of something a lot of people have dealt with over the past several years, right? gun violence and the families of victims. I was impressed with this film because the character you played in the film is the complete opposite of what you normally are with being the outgoing personality, a genuine happy dude. It was just the complete opposite of what you are. It was interesting to see for sure. Right. It was interesting to see for sure. But what can you tell us about the project? Well, you know, I did it with a couple of friends of mine and, um, and um, Ashley and, and Lori, they're NYU professors and, and um, adjunct professors. Actually, Lori's here in Nashville now, but we, um, you know, we had this, they had this project and they wanted me to be part of it. And, and, and I've done several other things with them. And, you know, I like, I like acting. Um, I'm never going to be, you know, Robert De Niro or anything, but I, I just love it. You know, I think this is something that once again is different. I like to do different things outside of my comfort zone. And, uh, but it was a fun project. It was very cool to do. Um, and yeah, it's completely different. I'm more happy, jovial, you know, blah, 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 but this was a very serious uh, role. Um, and I think that's kind of what um, sort of uh, intrigued me to begin with. You know, I got to do something different, right? And, and um, you know, it deals with, you know, a ch you know childhood, uh, child, your child getting shot or school, you know, violence and all these things. I mean, it just, uh, I think it just raises awareness or uh, it's, it's thought provoking. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I don't think, um, you know, the world's just completely gone off the deep end anyway, but it's just, it's just part of it. I think it was, uh, it was cool to do a project like that. Something so different, something real and something that sort of uh, edgy, you know, and, um, I really did enjoy it and I, I, I like it and hopefully I'll do more of them. Well, how do you normally keep the optimism that you normally have? Not just with that craziness. Well, actually with all that craziness. And everything we see on a daily basis. Well, you know, I think um, I think for all of us, um, it's been a weird time. You know, for us, especially as entertainers that tour, like we tour incessantly, we tour all the time. Um, to be to have your job sort of just yanked out from under you in a way was was interesting. I was just like, holy crap! I mean, I really never realized how much I miss touring, how much I miss being on the road and um, seeing my fans and my friends and. Um, you know, I got to do a lot of different things. I mean, a lot of things have changed, you know, because uh, of it, you know, and, and I don't know. And hopefully, you know, if any of the 
last few weeks have been any indication people are ready to get over this thing. I mean, there, we've had tens and tens of thousands of people at our shows and it's just been packed out. And then um, I think everybody's enjoying being alive again, you know, and I think, you know, being shut down and being told you have to stay home or whatever is just not, it's not in our DNA. You know, I think we're just not, we're not made like that. So um, it's oppressive in a way, you know, so we're just trying to get back out there and do our thing. And, and um, you know, it, as far as entertainers go, I know a lot of guys are just like, man, I'm just, I'm just depressed. I can't, you know, I mean, of course I try to keep myself busy doing other things, writing songs and, you know, working on my TV shows and things like that. So it was, uh, you know, for me it was, but entertaining, there's nothing like that, that energy you get back from fans and when you're playing music and, and you're out on the road and you're doing your thing. And uh, so, I mean, it's good to, it's good to have that back and, and hopefully we, we stay on that path, you know, I don't ever want it to happen. <laughs> right yeah dallas yeah dallas i'm sure you can speak to that yeah i mean i i had to do so many virtual performances this past year that it was Hated it. So Hated strange. It. <laughs> like i need someone in the room clapping i used to anytime i had a thing come up i'm like mom i'm sorry it might be weird for you but you have to come here and you got to sit in my kitchen and you got to clap because <laughs> it's not it's not working um so i know that you know, which I don't cheer as much as y'all do. And um, it was terrible for me because we had a whole year's worth of stuff that we had planned and it just got ripped out from under us. So I can only imagine, you know, y'all who tour 24 seven and that's been your life for all, all these years, um, just what y'all had to go through. And, um, you know, I found songwriting to be an escape through it you know i booked so many rights last year but you know did you get any songs out of it that you're really excited excited for yeah i mean absolutely i mean i did i really did sort of you know i'd taken a few years off from writing anyway i needed it you know i think for me i'd written so much for so many years that i was just um i was burnt and then i was like man i don't really like um i can't write what's going on right now i wasn't really you know trying to and then i just remembered you know i you just got to do what you do and and um you know and that's it it's all i can you know it's it's very cathartic to write songs and it's um it's, it's just part of who we are and what we do and i think that you know for me um getting back on that you know writing train was uh was a important you know and and um you know i i just think that um you know, it was, um, it was, it, it lifted me up, you know, and it really did. I think it was, um, was part of, um, how I got through this whole thing, you know, looking forward to that. A lot of people were like, we're going to zoom right or whatever. And I don't zoom right. I'm not going to zoom right. It makes no sense to me. So, you know, some of our friends, we just got together and wrote, you know, and, and everybody was fine. Nobody died and everything was good. So everybody, um, we did our thing and, and just, um, plowed through this thing and, and it was great. And, um, I needed it. And, um, God knows my house looks amazing. I have completely redone it in the last year. So it's, uh, there's nothing left to do. So it's time to get back on the road, pay for it. <laughs> but it was fun, man. I, I'm glad to, uh, I'm glad to be back out again. We leave again. And I think we have like five or six shows in the next eight or nine days. And so that's kind of what we're used to, you know, especially in the summertime, you know, and, and all my artist friends I've talked to and, um, new and old. We're all excited to be back out. Exactly. 
And speaking of that, obviously, fans can check out all the projects that you're involved with, like Songs in the Cellar, Home Built Wine Cellar, which is awesome. And you can go back and watch previous episodes, such as with Kelly Pickler, who may or may not have had a glass or two with Mama Vassar, though that's just a rumor. But make sure you check out philvassar.com for upcoming dates for the 2021 piano bar tour i know he's going to be in georgia this upcoming weekend but make sure you check out the tour when it comes to a town near you if not make sure you email the site and tell them you want to see him come to a town near you phil thank you so much good me thank you guys for having me man it's good talking to y'all and hopefully i'll see you on the road soon right yes sir definitely also thank you dallas and make sure you check her out via social media and other outlets by searching for dallas remington Hey, I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows, and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world, but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans, because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars. However, none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. But I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises. Whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as, besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have signaturedhorror.com that's right signaturehorror.com this brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact little bean soapery is a woman-owned small business based in northeast pennsylvania little bean soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne, and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and special seasonal gift sets. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. 
any questions please feel free to also email littlebeansopery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish tell them that elena from crazy train radio sent you Hi y'all, this is Dallas Remington and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. You don't think you gotta cook, you don't think you gotta clean, you wanna paint your nails, sit around reading magazines, <laughs> a selfie machine.